eight lines from the bottom of Dafyud Alpha and Bays, and the Gemara begins, If Reuven was married to Rachel and Leah, and Reuven divorced Rachel, and then Rachel went and married Yaakov, and they had a full Nasuin, and then Yaakov either divorced Rachel or Yaakov died, and Lodivayakal at this point, there is a law for Reuven to remarry Rachel of being Machsigushasai, and then Reuven was over the law, and he remarried Rachel, and then Reuven died without having children. So Rabbi Yechon asks if Shimon can do Yibam to Leah, who is Tzaras Rachel. And this Shiloh should sound familiar because this sounds like the two versions of the same Shiloh that we had yesterday from Rabbi Yehuda that he asked from Sheshas. And Rabbi Yehuda asked the Shiloh, both Lefi Rabbi Yisim and Kippur, that learned that the Pasuk of Vachri Asher Tama that says by Machsu Gushasai is teaching us a din from Machsu Gushasai. And he says that the Shiloh was also Lefi Rabban that learned that the Pasuk Vachri Asher Tama, even though it says it by Machsu Gushasai, is Dafka discussing a site of Adai. And Lavala Belav, he also asked the same question that what would be by the Saita of a woman that was a Machsugushasai. And the Ridvan Rishba explained that Rabbi Echel is actually asking Shiloh Dafkal Fidarabanan, and even though Achri Shutama specifically is not discussing Machsugushasai, it's not considered an error, but maybe there should be an Issa to do Yibum Tuleya, the Tsara of his Machsugushasai, and as we will see, certainly to Rachel herself. And the Gemara continues, Amli Rabami, Rabbi says back, Why didn't Rabbi Echel ask about the woman, Rachel, who was the one that Ruven? Remarried and it was Ivan Machsugushasai. And the same Shaila Lachaira would apply that since it doesn't say any Lashon of Tumma and therefore there's no din of Erva over here, so maybe there would not be a problem and you could do Yibam to the Machsugushasai itself because the only problem of marrying her was an Isalab. So maybe the Yavim could go and do Yibam Tar, or maybe we would have some reason why you cannot do Yibam Tar. And Rabbi Echner now he's sponsor of Ami and he says, He goofed like coming There was no Shaila about Rachel because certainly Rachel you can't do Yibam to as we actually spoke at yesterday with Shem Taisis. And the reason is. In order to show that she's us to do Yibum too, and the Kavachim is as follows. If Rachel, who was always mutter to her husband to Ruvain, and the only way she became us to Ruvain was because she became a Machsugushasai, because she married Yaakov, and at that point she became us to Ruvain. So, certainly, since Rachel was always us to Shimon because of Eshazach, therefore, at the point that she became us to her original husband Ruvain, she should also become us to Shimon as well. And when Ruvain died, so at that point, we can't go and say that Shimon should be in a better position than Reuven was before he actually got married to her because the whole point of Yibam is to go and take place of your brother and since your brother had an Issa to marry her therefore we're not going to go and allow you to go and do Yibam to this person that is actually Issa on. Now based on this this only applies to the actual person that was the Machsugushase to Rachel but to Leia was the Tzara there's no reason why we should say that you can't do Yibam to her she's a regular wife and there was no Issa on Reuven therefore there should be no Issa on Shimon and the Achreinim Explained that the Gemara Shaila is that since Rachel is also to do Yibim to, and therefore Yibim doesn't apply in the case where she was a person that was remarried, and therefore there was an Issa of Machsugushasai, so then we look at her as if she has the Issa of Eshesach and she is an Arabah, and therefore not only can't do Yibim to Rachel, you also can't do Yibim to Leah, who is her Tzara. And the other side of the Gemara is that ain't a Chinami we have a din on her that you can't go and do Yibim to her because she has this problem being Machsugushasai, however, that doesn't cause any din of Erva, and therefore the Tzara should be. And Tysus points out that although Agamar is discussing a question as far as the Tzara of Machsugushasa, 
why that Shiloh is only B'Negei Yibam, but B'Negei Chalitza, there is no question that both to Rachel and to Leah, you do have a Chiyav to do Chalitza, and you have to do Chalitza either to Rachel or Leah. And let's see this in the Gemara, Kikam Mabayli, where was my Shiloh? Tzuras Amai, what would be it then? B'Negei Yitzara, Mi Olam Kavachayim L'Midchei Yitzara, do we say that the Kavachayim that we had, to ask you to do Yibam to Rachel, also will make her an Erebah, and therefore now the Tzara would be a Tzara's Erebah, and you can't do Yibam to Leah either. Or maybe you don't extend it so far, and it's still not considered an Erebah, and therefore the Tzara would be Mutter, because the din of Machsugushasa is no Shaykhis to Leah at all. Leah was only married to Ruben once, and did not have the Issa of Machsugushasa. And the Gemara continues, Rav Nachba Yitzchak Masi Hachar, Rav Nachba Yitzchak brings the version of the Shaila a little bit differently. That Amr Abchiba Abba, Boy Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon is the Shaila not on the Tzara, but on the Machsugushasa herself. Ha Machsugushasa Mishnah says, Ma'a will be a din, can you do Yibam to Rachel or not? And Amr Rabbi Ami over here is the Shaila, which Boy Lechat Tzara, why don't you ask about the Tzara? So the Gemara says, Tzara, like me, Boy I don't have a Shaila about the Tzara. For sure, there's no question that Leah would be mutter to have Yibam. The only question was, herself. Would we say that this Kavachayim is so strong that even when there is a mitzvah of Yibam, we would still say that the Kavachayim works? And since Rachel was also to Ruvain, therefore we will say that Shimon also cannot do Yibam tar. Or do we say that the Kavachayim is not that strong and the mitzvah, Shimon now can do Yibam to Rachel, even though that to her original husband, to Ruvain, there was an Issa Machsugushasai. And we continue on Dafyud Bezim and Alf. So Amalai Rab Ami said back to Rabbi Echron in order to bring a raya to both Lashainis. And Rab Ami will actually bring from two of the Mishnahis that we had on Dafyud Alf and Bez. The first one is Tanisu. We learned in the Mishnah on Daf Mem Dalad. If one of the women that fall to Yibam was Kasha, and one of the women that fall to Yibam was Pasal, if you decide to do Chalitza, you should specifically make sure to do Chalitza to the Pasal wife. And if you want to do Yibam, Yabam Lakshaya, you should be Yabam the one that's Kasha. My psula, what does it mean, kasha and pasal? So, if it means that the one that's kasha, that she has yichos, as we said on Yudalf and Bezin Rashi, and she was kasha to a kayin, and psula means psula alma, that she's puzzled to a kayin because she was a grusha or chalutza. So, since this person that's doing yibam is Yisrael, and she was roy to Yisrael, there's no shaykhist to having any isra of kuna. So, my what does nafka mean as to if she was kasha or pasal? Why would that bear on the question who he should do yibam or chalutza to? So, it must be that when the Mishnah uses the Lush of Ksheri and Psula, Ksheri, Ksheri, and Psula, 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 when it talks about the one that's Kasha, it's teaching us that the only way to do Yibam to this woman is only if she originally was Kasha to her husband, but if she was Pasal, meaning that if she was a Maxi to Ruvain when he married her, so even after Ruvain dies, the din would be that she would be also to have Yibam to Shimon because of the original Issa being a Maxi Gushasai. And Victani, and the Mishnah says specifically, that once you're going to decide to do Yibam, then you have to make sure that you're going to only do Yibam to the one that's kosher to the original husband and therefore you have to do Yibam to Leah the Tzara of the Machsugushasai and you specifically cannot do Yibam to the Machsugushasai to Rachel because she was Asa to Ruvain to her original husband therefore certainly as we said for the Kavachayma Shimon would have an Issa to do Yibam to Rachel and therefore according to the first lashon that we had before as to the Shaila Rebbechon is that actually would be Pashit that the Tzara of the Machsugushasai would be mutter to Yibam over here because over here we said they have to do Yibam to the Kshera which means to the Tzara to Leah, and according to the second Lashen, this would be a Raya, that you would be also to do Yibam to the Machsugushasa yourself, to Rachel, even though in a Kanami, to the Tzara, as we said, it would be Pashat, that you could do Yibam. And just to remind ourselves that Rashi on Yudav Hamabes pointed out that even though Luchayu, we could have said that this love has nothing to do with Machsugushasa, but maybe we're talking about someone that was also to the original husband because it was Almanah Lekayin Gadol, or Grusha Lekayin Hadid, Zak Rashi, that Mayas Lashmin, in that case, there wouldn't be a major Chiddush, and therefore the Mishnah would not have to teach us that, and it must be that when the Mishnah 
Chazal, it says, V'achas Psula, it's talking about a Machsi Bushasai, Ayn Rashi Yid Alpha Mabez, and the Gemara responds, like, Sheir Alma Psula Alma, that this Mishnah is not talking about if you kasha to the original husband or you puzzle the original husband, but the actual words, Sheir and Psula, are referring to if she's kasha to a Kayin or she's puzzled to a Kayin. But the comment, even though he asked a good question, keep it in the Chazi, my Nafkalemine, since the Yamim is strong, so who cares if she be puzzled to a Kayin? What does that affect Yibam Kalitza? The Gemara answers, Mishum Rabbi the reason why we have to take that into account is based on what Rabbi Yisav taught us. Because Rabbi Yisav taught us, Kan Shana Rabbi, in this Mishnah, Rabbi taught us the cloud that Lo Yishpach Adam may buy a person should spill out his water even though he doesn't need it anymore. Vachem Shichlem, while others still may need that water. And the Mishnah is therefore teaching us this Yisai that if Reuben dies and Rachel was only an Almana and Mutta Tukayin and Leah was previously Gusha Chalutza and was already Pasal Tukayin, then if you're doing Yibum, you can do Yibum to either Rachel or Leah. But if you're going to do Chalitza, then you should specifically do Chalitza to Leah since she was already Pasal Tukayin and you aren't adding any further Psulim to Tukayin. And you should specifically not do chalitza to Rachel because then you're causing Rachel to become pasal to Akayin as a chalitza, and there's no reason to be ma'abe psulim if we can avoid it. And the Gemara continues with a repeat of the Gemara in Yudalvim Beis. Tashma will bring another ayah. If someone goes and remarries Rachel, who was originally married to him and then became a grusha and remarried someone else, and therefore she's also masagushasai. And the Brisa teaches us that if Ruvin dies, then he would say that at that point you would have to do chalitza both to Rachel as well as to Leah, the tsar of the masagushasai. So the Gemara is. He of course, you don't have to do chalitza both to her and the tzara. Once you do chalitza to one, then it patterns the other. Ela What does the Bryson mean to say? Are he itzarasi who do chalitza either to her or to the tzara? And lemaisa we have a raya that lefi the first lashon of Bechon, it's a raya that you can't do yibum to the tzara to leah. And according to the second lashon, it's a raya that we say to kavuchaim and you can't do yibum to rachel and you can only do chalitza. And it's also a kasha because Rabbi Yechon stated that it's pasha that you can do yibum to the tzara. And clearly, we can't do yibum to the tzara, and we only allow you to do chalitza. And the Gemara responds, Anyway, you said that this is not a genuine b'risa and it needs to be fixed because we have to change it from being that he v'tzerasa to ayhi ayitzerasa. So therefore, Taritzachi will also go and change a little bit more that he chalitza, that you could do chalitza to her herself to the one that was the maxim gushasi to Rachel, v'tzerasa and Leah, ayhi chalitza, that you could do chalitza or yibam to the tzara. So Lafi said, the outcome is that the first lashon actually works so perfect. That's not a riot at all because you can do yibam to Leah to the tzara as the b'risa is fixed up. And Lafi said, Second lashon, although it certainly is a raya that the kavachim is strong enough and Shimon can't do yibum to Rachel, but it's not a kasha on the pshitas of that lashon because surely you can do yibum to the tzara as the Gemara just fixed up the brisa. And before we continue, let's just have a quick haktama. We have a din that a katana could get married in three possible scenarios. Number one is a katana that could get married with deraisa, where a father goes and marries off his daughter who's a katana. It's a kedushin deraisa, and there are two ways to have kedushin derabbanan. Number one, if Rachel is a yisayma, then the din is that a father or mother could marry her off Midrabanon and this way she will be off the streets and taken care of and the din is that if she's married off in that way she can be married and she can annul that marriage at any point she decides that she doesn't want to be married and number two the same din of Mian would apply and it would be a condition Rabbanon case where Yaakov the father of Rachel who's a Ktana went and married her off to Ruvain and then Ruvain divorced her or Ruvain died then as we said this is called a Yisrael Bechayavir that since her father already married her off therefore she doesn't have any more shaykhs to her father and her father can't go and marry her off again in Midiraisa, but it is a Kedushin Rabbanon that could apply, and she'd be able to get out of that Kedushin, and she can annul that marriage through Mir. Now there's Machleket Beisham and Beisila and Afkuf Zayin, if this woman that had a Kedushin Rabbanon 
could actually do mion to a yavam or not. And Agamor is going like the Shita Beisil that she can't be mine even to the yavam. And number two, this Machleg is Rav Shmuel. Rav holds that once she does mion to Shimon, then she also cannot do yibam anymore to any of the other brothers. Just like there's a concept of get which we didn't get to yet. That if one of the brothers that is the yavam goes and gives the yavam a get, then none of the brothers could do yibam anymore, even though chalitza wasn't performed. However, Shmuel argues on Rav, and he holds that even though Benegay get, it's true that I agree with Rav that once one of the brothers give a get, then none of the other brothers can do yibam. However, over here, it's different. Since the mean is done by this woman and not by any of the brothers, then they didn't do any action. Therefore, since Rachel did mean to Shimon, and she said, I don't want to do yibam with Shimon, so Shimon would be also to Rachel. However, since Rachel was not Mamayan and the other brothers, then if the other brothers and she want to do yibam, they could still do yibam. So Shmuel just said it in that the Torah of someone that did mean is Asura, that you can't do yibam. And the Gemara asked, Laman, what are we referring to? If you're going to say that once Rachel does Mion, then the other brothers would be also to do Yibam to the Tzara, to Leah, but Hashtahi Gufashaya, we know that even if Rachel did Mion to Shimon, that all the other brothers would still be mutter to do Yibam to Rachel. The Amr Shmuel, just like Shmuel said, and we said this in Akdama, Mina Bezer, Mutaris Bezer, that if Rachel did Mion to one of the brothers of Shimon, that she would still be mutter to all the other brothers. So it's a Rasami Bayi. So surely the Tzara that didn't do Mion to anyone should surely be mutter to all the brothers. It must be that we're talking about that once Rachel does me into Shimon, then the Tzara would also be us to do Yibam to Shimon. But the Gemara now is that Lachayr for the Tzara to be us to Shimon also doesn't make any sense. There's no Svar because in Maishnom and Menas to Shai Lachim, why is it that even Rachel would be mutter to the rest of the brothers even though she was Mimayim? Because she didn't do any Mimayim to them. She was only Mimayim to Shimon and not to other brothers. So Tzara Nami to be Mimayim. The Tzara herself, no one did any Mimayim. So Shimon never did anything to Leah and Leah was not Mimayim. So, so why should there be any Issa to do Yibam to Tzara's Mimayim? And that the Gemara says, Ain Chanami, you're correct that really there is no Svar to say that she should be also. However, it's Xavier Mishum Tsaris Bitumenes. And Xavier is based on the following that if Shimon, who's the father of Rachel, is alive, and his daughter Rachel is a Yisraeli Bachayavia, and then Rachel goes and does a Kadushan Rabbanan to his brother Ruvain, and then Ruvain dies, so now Rachel falls Liyibam at least with Rabbanan to her father Shimon. And if at that point, after Ruvain already dies, she is actually Mayan in Ruvain, and that point it's Aika Kadushan to Ruvain to completely, and it's considered like an annulment. So really, her Tsara isn't Tsaris Bita at all, not Midrais and not Midrabanan, and you really could do Yibam. Or Chalitza to the Tsaras Bitei to Leah, but since it looks like Leah is Tsaras Bitei, since when Shimon died, she was still married to Shimon, so therefore the Rabbanon were they can't do Yibam to Leah in that case, and in order to strengthen this Xera, they extended this and said that it's us to do Yibam to every Tsaras Mamanas. And the Gemara continues and says, But Tsaras Bitei Mamanas, me as here, how can you say that Tsaras Bitei Mamanas is also, but now we learned it on Mishnah, the Kul and Mesu Aiminai, if any of the cases on Mishnah, we had the 15 Arias, if they die or they do Mian, or it says, over there, if they actually gave a get, so the same with hers, then the tsaris would still be mutter because they're not considered the tsaris ever. And the Gemara asked, the mean of a man, who did she actually do me into? Even the mean of a if she actually did me into her husband before he died, Haina Gusha, and that's the same case of Gusha. And why would the Mishnah give us two cases of me and Ayinaskash, it's the same case? El Lav, it must be that who did she do me into be of him? And still the Mishnah said that she'd be mutter to the tsara, and the tsara is not also. So how could Shmuel tell us that tsaris is asura? So the Gemara says, Loi, that that's not what the Mishnah means, and Loi 
Baal really shifted me into the husband before he died, the trade obligation, and the Mishnah wanted to tell us two different deen, and one bit of gay I'll get, and one bit of gay I'll mean. And the Gemara now asks on this svar itself, because when Maishra communed about the criminal and why is it that when we had me into the husband before he died, and we say that the tzara would be actually muta, because we look at it that the original Nisun was uprooted, and therefore now there was an element of the original marriage, and therefore the tzara's erva is muta, because she's not a tzara's ever because the ever was never her tzara. Therefore, the chayr communed be of nami Nisun we should say the same svar that when she's in the oven, then it uproots the original marriage, and therefore there's an element of the original marriage, and therefore the chayr she's not tzara's menace anymore. And the Gemara explains mishum the tani rabbi bechaskol, just like we learned from rabbi bechaskol, the tani rabbi bechaskol minu bebal mataris laviv biyavim asur laaviv. We see that there is a svar to say there's a difference between doing me to the husband before he dies or doing me to the oven after the husband died. And we see that rabbi bechaskol actually gives such a scenario. So for example, if let's say Reuven was married to Rachel and Rachel does mean, then the din would be that now Rachel's not considered to have been married to Reuven at all and therefore Reuven's father Yaakov could actually go and marry Rachel because he's not marrying his daughter-in-law. She was never really his daughter-in-law since the original marriage was annulled. And so Rami Bayechaskal teaches us that let's say Reuven was married to Rachel and then Reuven died and he only had one brother Shimon for example and then Rachel does mean to her brother-in-law Shimon. So at that point she has no din of Yibam Chalitza and then still the din is that even though she doesn't have to do Yibam Chalitza to Shimon, at this point we say that Rachel is also to marry Yaakov because he is her father-in-law, Alma. So we see from here, So we see there's actually a chalot because once a person dies, and therefore at that point, people don't realize that when she's memayin, she's actually memabato, his original condition, since he dies, people will always look at Rachel as if she was the wife of Reuven. And therefore, they won't realize that this person is not really her father-in-law because she was memayin after Reuven died. And the same thing applies over here, that even though Rachel will memayin and Shimon, her father, after Reuven already died, people will still look at it as if she was married to Reuven, and therefore they'll be looking at it as if Shimon is going and doing Yibam to Tsaras Bittai. And the Gemara continues to discuss an islandess. Now, an islandess is a woman who can't have children, and she doesn't have Simoni Godless. So the Gemara says, Amar Vasi, Tsaras Islandess Asura. So if Reuven was married to Rachel and Leah, and Reuven dies, and it turns out that Rachel was an islandess, then since Rachel is not Shaykh to the Pasha of Yibam, as we will see from Xerah Sakasov, therefore Rachel never had a head to Shimon and remains an Erba as she is a Shishach. And Rab Asi looks at Leah as a Tsaras Erba, and therefore Leah is also going to be part of Menachalitza Menachalitza And Keep in mind that Rachel is not actually one of the 15 Arias at all, and the only possible Issa that makes Leah Tsaras Erba is because we look at Rachel as never losing her status as Eshazach. And the reason Rachel has a status of Eshazach is since Rachel is not the Pasha of Ibum, being that she is an islandess. And how do we know this? Shinema, it says in the Pasuk, Vahoy Bechah Shetelid, Pratla Aimlish Shain Yoledis. The Pasuk says, Bin Ibum, that it has to be someone that can give it birth, and an Aimlish can't give birth, and therefore she doesn't fall Ibum. Once she doesn't fall Ibum, then she's considered an Eshazach to the brother, and then the Tzara is considered a Tzara's Erva, and that's why the Tzara is also going to be Asa. So the Gemara now brings a Brysa, and this Brysa we just have to know one term, that the term Maima means Kedushim by Yavama, even though Yavama doesn't need Kedushim, but if one of the brothers decides that I want to make sure that I could go and do Yibam Tar, he could go and give her a Kesapashtar, and that creates a Ban Midrabbanon like Kedushim, and that's called Maima. The Master Rav Shesh, Rav Shesh is the following question, Shlesha Achen, there are three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, Nesu, and Shalosh, Nashim, and that are married to three women who are not related to each other, let's call them Rachel, Leah, and Bila. Mace Echaban, and Reuben dies, and therefore Rachel 
Rachel, his wife, falls to Yibam in front of Shimon Alevi. But Shimon does Maima to Rachel, the wife of Ruben, or Mace, and then Shimon dies. So keep in mind that if this would be a regular scenario, so when Ruben died and Rachel was Zakuk to Yibam, both to Shimon and to Levi, Shimon dies, then his wife Leah was also Zakuk to Yibam to Levi, and now Levi has to do Yibam or Chalitza to Rachel, and he also has to do Yibam or Chalitza to Leah. And in addition, if Shimon didn't only do Maima to Rachel, but he actually married Rachel and he did Yibam to her, then when Shimon died, he was actually married at that point to two women, to Rachel and Leah, and then when Shimon dies, then we look at Rachel and Leah as if he, they were only married to Shimon, as no Shaykhs to Ruben, and then Levi would have to do Yibam or Chalitza, either to Rachel or to Leah, but of course not to both. And therefore over here, since Shimon did Maima, so we look at it as he had some Shaykhs to being married to Rachel, but in reality, Rachel still had Shaykhs to her original husband Ruben as well, and even though now that Shimon died, it's as if Levi could go and do Yibam to Rachel as well as to Leah, because they're really coming from two separate husbands. However, it does look like both Rachel and Leah were actually married to Shimon, and if Levi now goes and does Yibam both to Rachel and Leah, so people will think that when one person dies, and when one brother dies, and they had multiple wives, that the brother could go and do Yibam to multiple wives of the same person. Of course, that's not true. And that's why we say, they have to do Chalitza to both Rachel and Leah, but you can't do Yibam to either or. Shunem, as it says in the Pasuk, we bring that the only time that we have a din is when one brother dies, then you do Yibam. And we learn out in the Smachta, that the only time that we allow Levi to do Yibam to Rachel is only if she only had Zika from one brother. But since in this case, Rachel had a connection to both her original husband, Ruben, and she also had a connection to Shimon, since Shimon did Maima to Rachel prior to his death, therefore Levi cannot do Yibam to Rachel. And since he can't do Yibam to Rachel, therefore he can also not do Yibam to Leah because we give her a status of Tzara since we look at Rachel as her co-wife based on her Maima with Shimon. And once again, really Rachel isn't an Erva at all, and the only reason we look at Leah as a Tzara Erva is because we consider Rachel to still have the Issa of Eshesach, as she can't have Yibam performed her, and therefore Leah becomes a Tzara Erva. Now keep in mind that of course this Mishnah is only talking about Maima, it has nothing to do with the din of Islandness, and therefore of course just for the Mishnah alone, there is no Raya against Rabasi that said that Tzara's Islandness is Asura. And the Gemara continues and brings the Raya against Rabasi. Bikhtani alone, we learned on that Mishnah that Umar Rabbi Yisra, Rabbi Yisra explained that Mishnah. He said, Zui Tzara's Eshesach Me'ab, Sh'is in the field of Garmla, Shalom Mitzin and Bechal Terekulah Kagayin Zayis. So Rabbi Yisra explained that in all other cases where Tzara is also, it's based on the fact that she is a co wife or a Tzara with someone who's one of the 15 Arayas. But in this case, where she is the Tzara of Rachel, whom Maimu was performed with, then the only reason why you can't do Yibam to Leah is not based on the fact that Rachel was an Erba, but it's based on the fact that Leah is considered connected with Rachel based on the Maima that Shimon did to Rachel, and Rachel is also based on retaining a status as an Eshazach based on Xerod that we just mentioned. And we don't find any other scenario like this in the Torah, and this is, of course, only a scenario that is possible in Banan. The Gemara now continues on to its proof. Zuhi Lumutimai. When Rabbi Yisuf said the word Zuhi, what is he coming to be mind? So the Gemara says, Lav silence the Sharia. So it seems that it's coming to be mind another case which would seem to be a similar scenario where the islands is only also because of Eshesach and therefore saying that even though in that case there is an Eshesach situation in the scenario where the islands is also still Hatsara would still be Muta to do Yibam to so Lechari you see against Rabasi on that Gemara says Lord that's not correct that's not what the Mead is coming for but the Mute Tzara's Islandless that's here it's actually coming to say that the Tzara's Islandless case would be completely also because that's a derisive Dekadin as we'll see in a moment and therefore the Din is that the Tzara's Islandless not only is going to be Pata Mina Yibam but it will be Pata Mina Chalitza as well Zuhi, and therefore, what is the word Zuhi? It seems to be an exclusion. Zuhi, the Issa Nefila Garma. By the case of Maima, then we say the Issa of Nefila was Garim Tar, and we look at the Tzara as being a 
Hatara of someone that's an Ishisach, but still to Rasa by Chalitza, you would still need to do Chalitza because Midraisa, there is no Torah over there. But Islanders, I feel Chalitza like by the case of the Islanders, as well as the Taurus Islanders, in that case, it would be Patam and Chalitza, Umenayibam. And of course, the reason is Pashid, as the Gemara says, my time, Hadraisa, Hadrabanan. By the case of Islanders, the Torah is the Duraisa, the Torah, as the Pasuk says, Ashatele, Pratla Islanders, Shainu Yeladis, and therefore we look at the Islanders as Mamsh and Ishisach, and therefore it's an Erebro. And that's why it's Patam and Chalitza, Umenayibam, and Hatar is also a Taurus Erebro. However, but the case of Maimba is not a Duraisa Dikadin, and that's why in that case, Levi has to actually do Chalitza both to Rachel as well as to Leah. And the Gemara now, once again, wants to bring a riot against Rabasi, that Rabasi once again said, Saras Islands Asura, that the dinner that Sarah of an Islands would be us to do Yibum or Chalitza. And we learned in Armish, the Kulon, that for all the riots in Mesu Aimina, Yonis Islands, if any of the ones that were Erva, they died, or they did Mian, or they were Niskarish from their husband, or they were found to be an Islands, Terasayim Mutaris, the dinner is that Tatsaris would now be Mutta. So you see over there that the Tatsaris Islands would be Mutta. So Lukhariot is against Rabasi. And that Gemara says, of course, that's not a Kasha, like Kasha, Kasha Hikabah, Kasha Lahikabah. And of course, the din of Tatsaris Islands depends on what the scenario was. When Rabasi said that Tatsaris Islands Asura is talking about a scenario where Reuben got married to Rachel, Rachel was an Islands, and he knew that Rachel was an Islands, and therefore, when he got married, it wasn't a Mechach and therefore he was completely married to her, and he couldn't get out of that marriage. And therefore, when he dies, so that Islands actually falls Lahibam to Shimon. But then, because she's an Islands, there's a separate din that says Asher Taleb, Prala Islands, this. you can't do Yibum Tar, therefore she becomes and she retains her status as being an Ashesach, and that's why Shimon can't marry her, can't do Yibum Tar, and therefore she's an Erva, and that's why her Tzara would be also because she's a Tzara's Erva. However, in the Mishnah, when it says that if she becomes an Islandist, then the Din is Tzara Sayyam Mutaris, not talking about a case, for example, where Ruben married the daughter of Shimon, and he didn't know that she's an Islandist at that point, and then prior to him dying, he already realized that she's an Islandist, and therefore she went out because it was a Mechachtais, and she wasn't married to him any longer, and the only one that he was married to is Leah, who wasn't related to Shimon at all. And that's what we said, since it was a Mechachtais. So at the time that Reuben died, he was only married to Leah, and Leah wasn't related to Shimon, and she's not considered a Tzara Sarva. And that's why in that case, the Tzara Sarva, or the Tzara of this islandess, would be mutter to do, Chalitza or Yibam to, because of course there was no relation at the point of death. And Dekanami, I'll bring you right that the Mishnah is talking about a case where they found out at a later point that she was an islandess, but when Reuben got married to her, he actually didn't know, and that's why it was a Mechachtais, because Dekanami, we learned in the Mishnah, Shinimsu that we found that she was an Islands for like Tani Shahu, and we didn't say that she was an Islands. No, it's a good riot that we're talking about a person that was Lohikaba, as we just explained. And the Gemara continues, Amurava, and we turned off Yud Bezan Bez, Hilchasad, Allah is Tsaras Islands Mutaris, that the Tsar of an Islands would be Mutta to do Yibam or Khalitza, Vafilu Hikaba, even in a case where Ruben actually married her, knowing she's an Islands, and therefore there was no Mechachtais, Vafilu Tsaras Bital Islands, and even by Tsaras Bital Islands, it would be that Shimon can do Yibam or Khalitza to the Tsar of his daughter that is an Islands. So what does this mean exactly? That although Rabbi Asi stated that Tzaras Islands is Patam and Achlitzam and Yibam, since it's also to Shimon to do Yibam to Rachel, based on Ashetelaid, so we look at Rachel as never having received the heta of her Eser, Eshes Ach, and Leah is therefore a Tzaras Eber. But Rav argues and says that although I agree that even if there was no Mechatois and Ruben knew that Rachel was an Islandist, that still, even so, when Ruben dies, Shimon can't do Yibam to Rachel because the Pasuk states Ashetelaid. But we look at Rachel that she isn't in the Pasha of Yibam at all, and that's why Shimon can still do Yibam or Chalitza to Leah, because we look at Leah as being a Torah of someone that's not in the Pasha of Yibam at all, and as Rashi says, it's like it's Shalai B'Maka Mitzvah, and Rava says even more so, that even if Rachel was Shimon's daughter, and she is an Islandist, then Leah isn't even considered Tzaras Bita Legabi Yibam, and Shimon can still do Yibam to Leah, because we look at it as if she is Tzaras Bita Shalai B'Maka Yibam. And the Gemara now is, that in our Mishnah, we use a term that we actually brought a raya to Rabasi, because the Allah Hadi Tani Shalim, so we said in the Mishnah, that it was found that she was an Islandist, 
it's mashma that it wasn't hikaba that he didn't know and he didn't recognize that she was an animal. It was previous to this point. So Gemara says, Tani shahayu in Mishnah. We're going to change the word to shahayu. Or some say we're going to actually explain the word of shenimsu that it just means that she was an islandless. And the Gemara now says, Ki asi ravon when ravon kipar itzal am rabbi said the name rabbi yechon achat tzaras mamenes. It doesn't make it as if it's a tzaras mamenes that we said before from Shmuel that would be also v'achat tzaras islandless and a tzaras islandless. Rabbi Asi said before that it's also v'achat tzaras machzuk shasa that we had a shaila if tzaras machzuk shasa would be also muta kulu mataris. All of them he says would be muta, meaning he's passing against Shmuel. He's passing like rabbi, not like rabbi and he's also going like one of the tzadim that we had before in the shaila that was actually good for Rabbi that we had before on Yudal from base as to Tzorah's Maxi and he's passing all those cases that Tzorah would be Muta and we will stop over here.